Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, of course, double or nothing, the pay-per-view from AEW is in a couple of days. And if it continues to grow as it has been growing... We will get to the end of the weekend and it is going to be bigger than my bald head because we can't even go five minutes without another match going, hey, and being added to the card. But when you do go through the whole thing, it does look pretty damn good, meaning the last question of the day is how was Rampage the official go-home show for that pay-per-view? Well, there's only one way to find out, which is by taking the finger of power and by giving the good bits an up, by giving the other bits the down. Brian Danielson versus Matt Seidel was our first match on Rampage. I'm like, come on now. I was so confident that this was going to be good, I would have bet my life on it. And can you imagine if I was wrong and you all came to my funeral, you'd be like, he don't deserve no sympathy. He bet his existence on a wrestling match. William Regal was also on commentary playing up the fact that maybe, just maybe, Brian Danielson is injured after he got his leg trapped between the ramp and the ring last week. And then back in that there squared circle, these two just wrestled. And I know it's not as exciting as somebody doing a senton 450 spin flip dive, but when you actually sit down and take it in, it's flubbing ridiculous. So Adam soon was done with that and he hit a leg lariat and this weird standing moonsault thing. And then he just started flipping out of everything like something that was really flippy. Man, that was a really, really bad line. Well, I'll tell you what makes no sense. I can easily do another one, but I'm going to leave this in. Brian knows how to stop this, though, because he just started using his knee to hit every single orifice he could on Matt Seidel. But then from nowhere, Matt Seidel busted out a Hurricane Rana, and I actually said how. They were then tussling on the top rope, because you know the deal there, but Matt was able to push Danielson off, and he hit him with a meteora. But do you know what the American Dragon did? He just rolled through, and when he got up to his feet, somehow we had Seidel in a single cramp. And honestly, I have sat there and watched it over and over and over again. I don't know how he did it so smoothly. He was then going to go for a back suplex off the top rope, but somehow Seidel turned that into a sunset powerbomb for a crazy near fall, but there was no way Danielson was going to lose here. So eventually he took his elbow, tried to crack his skull, locked in a guillotine, and honestly, this must have been really deep because Matt passed out in around about a second. So this was just tremendous. You should go out of your way to see it. I don't think Brian Danielson is actually capable of having a bad match. Get it up. Clearly on this night too, our main thing was to sell you the pay-per-view, which is exactly what the Young Bucks did next. Now look, I know I just told you this, but once again, make sure you find five minutes today to watch what they did, because it was flubbing brilliant. I mean, for one, they came out dressed as the Hardy Boys, because of course they were being literal cosplayers, but then they went, ta-da, and out came Gangrel, who of course used to be associated 
with Matt and Jeff Hardy. Now, the thing that was killing me the most here, actually, there were two things. One, Brandon Cutler was dressed as Liga, so I was like, man, somebody give him a medal. But two, the commentators were like, oh my gosh, it's the Hardy's friend Gangrel. I was like, he's not no friend. Matt and Nick Jackson rang him up and said, hey, do you want to be involved in insulting them? And he said, yes. We even got Matt facts here, so I was just having the best time. Also, Matt Jackson, he also needs to get some kind of a hug, because he went to do the Matt Hardy I'm in the ring, and he toppled over the top rope, which is a mistake that Matt Hardy made years ago. This is one of those things where people go, well, if you're not an insider fan, you're not going to understand. Why can't we just cater to everyone? This made me feel great. Nick Jackson even had the Jeff Hardy face paint on, and it was a bit of a dead ringer for him. And even the crowd got into this, because when the match started, they were chanting, you've still got it. So everybody involved in this know that I love you. They're also taking on Taylor Rust and John Cruz, but I mean, this didn't need to go more than a couple of minutes, and it didn't. And of course, the Young Bucks won after a twist of fate and a senton bomb. The one that built to this has been a little bit out of nowhere. This was just the cherry on top of the cake and it made it brilliant. And afterwards, the young bucks are such assholes, they started to beat up Gangrel. So once again, I was like, vampire man, you should not have listened to them. Eventually, Matt and Jeff Hardy did come out to make the save. And look, you could have done nothing and I would have been excited for this match. But the fact we did all this and made it so damn fun, it is getting it up. I also think AEW genuinely has decided maybe we should break the record for the most matches ever on a pay-per-view. Because Darby Allen was then here and he was like, listen to me, Kyle O'Reilly. You injured my dad's sting. So now I want to take you on at double or nothing. If he refuses, Darby is just going to make sure throughout the night he screws over the elite. And I can't believe this. Like, there are so many matches at that pay-per-view. I'm not going to complain because AEW is trying to give us bang for our buck. I think we need to calm it down a little bit. What do I know? Apparently not. My new favourite people were then out because it was the Gun Club and the Acclaimed. And seriously, once again, like I said a few seconds ago, if I ever meet them, I'm going to give them some kind of present because their entrance was one of the best things I've seen in ages. So after Matt Castor had done one of his awesome raps, Colton and Austin God were like, Anthony Bowen, you're injured and I hope that guy's all right. Positive thoughts to him. We'll do your, oh my gosh, here we are in this city shout out. One of them went Los Angeles, even though they're in Las Vegas. And the other one was like, you've made a mistake, let me do it. And he went Los Angeles. And I laughed for about five minutes. These guys totally get it. Dante Martin was Cass's opponent. He got done with this after a while. So did this dive over the top rope and took out all of them. This is when Benny Gunn grabbed him and chucked him into the ring apron. So Aubrey Edwards was like, you are all absolutely ridiculous. You've got to go to the back. Max kind of looked like this was the worst news he had ever gotten in his life, and he was correct. While he was able to beat up Martin for a little while, eventually he got hit with the nose dive, and he lost. This was just an absolute joy, though, and every single person involved here totally understands their roles to the point I am loving them more and more every week to the point one day I want to get married. So this gets an absolutely strong, excellent up. Please keep giving this to me. Quick reminder of everything that was going on in the Owen Hart Cup tournament, specifically between Adam Cole and Samoa Joe. And we had a video of the Hookhausen versus Tony Lisa and Mark Sterling, and I can't wait for that. 
then out came Dan Lambert, Scorpio Sky, and Ethan Page. Now the main reason was to introduce the brand new TNT title, and it does look really good. Ethan Page took it out of the bag, Scorpio Sky was wearing it, it's all gold and purple. I was like, yeah, that's a good looking belt. From nowhere though, Sammy Guevara, Ty Conte, and Frankie Kazarian interrupted them on the big screen, so that is 48 in AEW, and 128 overall. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Straight away, I was like, Frank, why are you with them? You told us last week you don't like them. Although, to be fair, when they were walking around, Kazarian was like, why am I doing this? You guys are idiots. And you won't believe what they were doing too. As they were in Las Vegas, they had broken into American Top Team HQ and they were filming themselves doing it. So I was like, where's the police? Where's the cops? This is three people who are breaking the law. They're so stupid. They're like, ah, we're doing it. I still think they're meant to be good guys, but who the hell knows? And they did take a baseball bat. They smashed this place up and they stole a UFC title as well as the BMF championship. I think during all this as well, Conte may have said that she wanted to celebrate with these championships. I was like, no, 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 no. We've done this once before. I don't need any more semen in my wrestling. And apparently this was the worst thing that you could have done to Scorpio Sky because he then got on the microphone and he's like, that's it. You've now gone too far. We are going to do this mixed trio match at the pay-per-view. If the men of the year and Paige Van Zandt do win, it means that Sammy Guevara and Frankie Kazarian can never challenge for the TNT Championship again. I presume as long as Scorpio Sky holds it. And this is such a strange situation because everybody in this is brilliant. They're excellent. They are top-tier pro wrestlers. And I do want to see that mixed trios match. But when it comes to the story, once again, I'm like... I don't know what's happening. I mean, they're all assholes, as far as I'm concerned. Just bad people running wild. So I am going to give it a down. 
but honestly, I like the fact that we are building to a crescendo with all of this. Seriously, I think Paige Van Zandt especially is about to surprise some people, because do not forget, she could kick your ass. Hey, stand up and then, as always, smashed it with his on double or nothing, we're gonna get this, and on Dynamite, you're gonna get this, next week, Rampage, you're gonna get this, CM Punk, Hangman, and a page. You're like, dude, how do you do that so fast, and yet somehow still get the information across to me when it was time for our main event, the semi-finals of the Owen Hart Cup tournament, Ruby Soho, taken on Chris Statlander. Chris was on fire during her pre-match promo too, as she was all like, man, I ain't getting nothing here, so now it's time for me to go crazy. Whereas Ruby Soho wanted to let us know, well, you may be my friend, but I'll do whatever it takes. However, when they were in the ring, at one point Ruby was going to punch her and then decided not to. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're happy to slam her back into a canvas, but when it comes to a fist, that's a big no. It really doesn't matter though, because this match was excellent, especially when Chris Statlander hit her power button and started throwing Soho around the place. Now this was doubly cool, because the fans were super into the former alien. And after around about a few minutes, I was like, man, plug me in, because I'm ready to go. It got proper wrestling tennis as well, because one person would hit a top rope hurricane and then the other person would come back with a power bomb. And it really looked like Chris was gonna win here until she ran into the top turnbuckle and she hurt her shoulder. Now this is when I was laughing again, because minutes earlier, Ruby Soho was like, man, I can't punch my friend in the face. But as soon as she saw that injury, she was like, well, I'll tell you what I will do. I'll grab that arm and I will try and break your limb. So she really needs to go back to buddy school. This then sped up and we got a bunch of near falls. And seriously, this was another great match. And the absolute best one is when Statlander hit her Falcon Arrow thingamajig the ref went one and the ref went two and Ruby Soho barely kicked out. This is where things went a little bit south because clearly the fans have decided we're here for Chris Statlander. And when she didn't win, they started to boo. In hindsight, maybe we should have switched this around as well because Ruby did indeed hold her patience and eventually hit the most devastating move in all oh, sports entertainment, a surprise roll up and she got the pin. Now this was really, really good. So it's absolutely going to get an up. But when you actually go through a lot of the women's Owen Hart Cup tournament matches, so many of them ended in a surprise roll-up. And I did say a few weeks ago I would keep an eye on it, especially because people were saying, hey Simon, you should keep an eye on that, which is only fair because we do have to judge people on a curve. So yeah, it's got to get a down. Sometimes just hit your move and win, especially if you're going to the finals you more of a badass. Now I do get it because clearly we wanted to protect Chris Stanlander, but I tell you a really good way to do that, have her win, and then all of this just fell off a cliff which kind of ties into that down, because Ruby Soho tried to cut a promo, everybody was booing, Britt Baker was out, she kind of laughed all this off as Ruby was trying to go, oh my gosh, my confidence is back and I'm going to beat you on Sunday. But these things happen. I mean, if you had told me beforehand, hey Simon, do you think Ruby Soho is gonna get booed if she loses to Chris Statlander, or beats her, I should say? But like, no, I don't think that's gonna happen. But it did. It's one of the reasons wrestling is so good. Let's just hope this doesn't start a trend, because if we take all that nonsense and throw it over there, Chris Statlander and Ruby Soho deserve a massive round of applause for an absolutely terrific Rampage main event. And that also meant that the show was done, because what else could we do in 60 minutes? And I am going to give it an up, while I am terrified about Double or Nothing, because I think I'm gonna age 92 years during it. There are so many good matches on that card, and I think I'm going to have a good time Rampage getting it up. Now please do leave a comment below and let us know what you thought about last night's episode of Rampage. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Don't do that with your arms. Make sure you go to whatculture.com, where if you don't agree with my opinion, somebody else writes the ups and downs article version. Maybe you agree with theirs instead. Make sure you follow us on social media, and we have other videos, one of which is Smackdown Ups and Downs. 
I'd appreciate it if you watched it. My name is Simon Watt Culture. Thank you for joining me as always. I will see you on Monday to up those downs for Double or Nothing, but make sure you enjoy it. AEW doesn't do a lot of pay-per-views, so let's just sit down and have a really good time. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 